0: Hey guys and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The One Up Project with your host, Sarah Kelsey. Um, So this is going to be... A very vulnerable chat all about why I've chosen to leave my job in a big four corporate accounting firm, PwC, PricewaterhouseCoopers, um, blah, blah, blah. Why I've decided to leave the firm to go out on my own, essentially do something more um, aligned with my personal values and strengths. And try and build a career from scratch, essentially. Um, and that doesn't mean that I am going to only work for myself from now on. I actually have every intention of going back into some sort of employment um, eventually, whether that's soon or later on. Um, but just sort of not rushing into an opportunity for the sake of an opportunity, but actually taking time to work out what it is I want while building on the podcast which aligns so much with my passion um, and my purpose and I don't even know what my passion and my purpose is but I know that I get that from doing the podcast so it makes sense to do more of it um, and to take the opportunity while I'm young and have certain privileges to do that and I think on the topic of privileges it is important that I outline a couple of the things that I guess could have provided me the confidence to do To do this over what some other people have, because the last thing I want is people who have to stay in a stable, secure job for financial reasons, looking at what I've done and are thinking, "Why can't I just, you know, go and quit my job and work out what I want to do?" So, I don't have any dependents. I'm like fully independent. Have no, no one that relies on me financially or even like emotionally really like I'm not even in a relationship I don't you know I don't have any dependence in that way. I also live at home um and I pay board probably half the amount of usual rent in Auckland for where I live. I live I don't live central but I live close enough to the city um for it to be a pretty sweet gig for me. So very um lucky in that sense as well. I also have extremely supportive parents who Um, might have been a little bit unsure of what I was doing but at the end of the day they support me in anything if it's going to make me happy so very lucky to have people in my life like that as well Um, so I did make this decision fully on my own and I'm very much like that when it comes to big choices I have to be the one that is fully happy with the decision I will never let someone else uh, interfere with my choices or influence how I feel because Uh, like I've just always been so strong in the fact that I need to be happy with what I'm doing for it to be satisfying pretty much um so yeah those are a few of the things that probably have influenced my confidence to leave my job and I just think it's important for people to know that so that there's no comparison of situations um or like less comparison because that's just not what I want anyone to be doing, um, and I want people to have the confidence to do this for themselves regardless of their situation and hopefully me explaining the reasons why and what I'm planning to do might give you a little bit of inspiration or, I don't know, just might make you feel a certain way because I don't think leaving your job should be like the first option, you know, I think this is a decision that takes a long time to work out, um, and it's not right for everyone some people have to stay in a secure and safe job that they don't like for financial uh, reasons but that doesn't mean that you can't eventually get out of that I think that is almost the attitude that I wanted to remove is that you have to stay in a job you hate because you rely on the paycheck you can monetize anything in this new world i feel um whether that's you know having your own business or working for someone that you um, I guess that you like that you resonate with and honestly ever since leaving I have found so many more businesses that I didn't even know existed like in areas of business that I didn't even know existed um, through people just reaching out offering support and that kind of thing so I think a lot of the time once you take the leap that's when you find a lot of people jumping on board to support you in that um, at least that's what I've found and I want to be able to do that for other people too so if you are leaving your job or you need I don't know, someone to talk to, or you might think I might know someone who knows something that you want to know about, feel free to get in touch and I will try to help you out where I can. I don't know what I can do, but I will definitely give it my best shot. So with that little intro in place, um, I think we'll get into what the episode is about and sort of the reasons I've decided to leave my job and yeah what I'm doing now. There are also some questions asked but I think I might save those towards the end of the podcast and start with a little story time. So how I came to this decision. Well, so if you've heard my uni episodes, specifically 29 which is my thoughts and reflections on the uni experience, you'll know that I got a scholarship in high school which long story short kind of led me down the path of doing accounting to which led me down the path of an internship and then into a grad role. And so Within that time, I never really considered what it was that I enjoyed myself. I just sort of thought and was told by people around me, you know, this is such a great opportunity, you'll learn so much, you have to go for it, like, this is such a great opportunity. And I I remember thinking in my head, it is a great opportunity, but I just, my heart wasn't in it when I was interning. It was so much fun, and I was learning a lot, but I felt like it just wasn't an exactly, what set my soul on fire you know it was a lot of tax returns compliance and it would have been an advisory down the track but not for a few years and I wanted to do something that involved what I'd in, what I enjoyed now but you know you're sort of get, you get told this narrative by other people that well you have to do the shit work before you can get to the good work and You have to take the good opportunities when they come up. So I I felt like it would be stupid of me not to take this opportunity with PwC. And to be honest, I'm glad I did take it. Um, And I I don't have any regrets around it. But I also want you to know that if you're in a position now where you're given this opportunity, which to everyone else is so amazing and, and there's no other option but just to take this great opportunity, I would encourage you to stop for a second and actually just think about what it is you personally want um because I feel like through uni and through this job a lot of the influences around going was it's such a great opportunity you'd be the first person in the family to to do this um you can't pass up on on this sort of chance like they obviously see value in you and you feel like you have not uh, no one forces you to do it but you feel like you'd be stupid not to So I took the grad opportunity knowing full well that I wasn't ever going to do my chartered accountancy because I didn't enjoy accounting. And also I'd have to go back to uni for another semester just to finish off the correct papers. And there was no way I was going to do that because I really did not want to go back to university. Um, So anyway, signed up. I don't think they were really fully aware that that was my intention, but anyway, <laughs> um, went through the year sort of knowing that my heart wasn't, and I can say this now with hindsight, but at the time I was telling myself, oh no, this is good, this is really great learning, like blah, 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 but now looking back, it's like, no, you actually just didn't enjoy it, and you didn't want to admit that to yourself, and I was only at PwC for nine months, so hardly any time at all, and I just knew that my strengths And the things, the value and skill that I feel like I could bring to a team were not being utilised whatsoever. And thinking back, it's so interesting how I was emailing CEOs on phone calls to founders of companies and people within the finance world. um, And I was fully comfortable doing that, but I was hardly even trusted to send an email to a client or go to a client meeting or things like that. It just, as a grad in a big for firm And then me doing the podcast, I was doing, I was building similar relationships, but in one side, I was given so much responsibility. Like i put that responsibility on myself at the podcast, but then at work, it was like I wasn't capable of doing that. Um, And that's not something that anyone told me, but that's just sort of the way it goes when you're a grad. You just don't do any of the, I, I don't know, more interactive client facing work until you get a little bit more into the business, even though you're working very long hours and to be honest I've never met so many diligent ambitious people ever in my time working at PwC like some of the people there especially the juniors are so incredibly intelligent and just so capable and I feel like a lot of their skills and a lot of the value they bring to a team wasn't being utilized either so I was seeing all of this going on and I was like oh eventually I'm going to leave, but you know, I have to at least do a year. I have to at least do a year. And then if you really hate it, you can leave. And then I, I guess like the catalyst, um, which made me decide, nah, this was it. The straw that broke the camel's back, as some would say, was I was put onto this job, which was the most menial task I've ever done. And Although, yes, it was good learning, it was it was good base knowledge, it just was such a waste of time, not only for my personal development, but also just for the company, like, it was just such a waste of resources, like, it could have been easily automated, and I just thought, oh, no, I, I, I'm not spending my time doing this when I could be building up my own career, doing things that I'm passionate about, poor or not, I'd be happier and I was like I, I just need to leave I actually cannot do this any longer um, and I wrote up a pros and cons list that night and it was a very long pros and cons list um, and it just put all of the things I'd be missing out on if I left um, all of the connections I couldn't leverage off all of the you know all of the things I, I would be losing by leaving the company and then I wrote all of the things I would be gaining by losing by losing the job or uh, leaving the job. Um, and the two things that were the most simple but that stood out to me the most was on the cons side of leaving was you'll probably be poor. And then on the pros side of leaving was you'll probably be happier. And I don't know about you but happiness to me and mental health is number one over everything. And I would just refuse to accept that to get anywhere in my career, I have to be unhappy. I feel like we get told way too often, like, you know, you've got to do the shit work. You've got, you've got to do this and that to get a secure job and be happy. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I just do not resonate with that. Yes, I agree. There's going to be hard work. Um, you can't avoid that. You have to work hard. And I would say that I'm a very hard worker but I also don't think you have to be walking through mud hating your life walking into a job feeling anxious every day just to get somewhere in life like I just do not resonate with that whatsoever and this is not to shit on the job because the job is actually a really great opportunity for someone who wants to utilize that sort of experience and get into that industry so I'm not trying to shit on the job itself um and PwC as a company is in my opinion, an awesome corporate to work for and I would encourage you if you want to be in that space to apply to PwC. But um, it just wasn't my place and I knew that deep down and I knew that I was going to be able to build something a lot bigger for myself that made me feel a lot more fulfilled, a lot happier by just not being there. Plus, it was a complete waste of their time as well if I was just to sit there pretending I'm trying to move up the hierarchy when in my head, I know I'm going to leave at some point in the near future. Um, complete waste of their resources as well. I would much rather be, and I'm sure they would much rather, they get in a grad who is super keen to be there and wants to take a hold of the opportunities that you get within that job. So I, I, it was wasting my time, but it was also wasting their time. So I wrote up my resignation letter I organised a meeting with my manager and partner, who sort of looked looked after me, and I just explained to them the situation, and they were both very accepting of it, <laughs> and yeah, didn't ask too many questions. Um, just sort of said, you know, if that's what you want to do, you got to follow your heart and your passion. And I said, I agree, um, that's what I'm doing, and it was confirmed from that day and I gave eight weeks notice um because the job I was doing that menial task was a massive job and had to be passed on to someone and I wanted I didn't want to leave on bad terms like I wanted to make sure I did it right and properly um regardless of whether some people thought that that was the right or the wrong decision I wanted to make sure that I left without pissing anyone off pretty much (laughs) that would be my biggest fear um so fast forward to a week on now um currently unemployed pretty much trying to work on the strategy of the one up project and actually work out how I want to monetize it but also what I actually want it to be like does it do I want it to be a full-on business do I just want to keep it as a podcast trying to build a bit of structure a bit of strategy around what it is and what it means to me um and I've definitely been a lot less relaxed this week than I thought I was going to be it's nice to not have the stress of work but I feel a lot more pressure to just get things going and and hurry up with it and just get it done, but I also that is not what I want to do. Like I really want to take this time to enjoy the process of working it out and just, you know, be in the journey rather than trying to be at the next stage all the time. And I've got a real problem with being in the moment. I just yeah, I just struggle to enjoy the moment I'm always like thinking about what my next step is and I don't know what my next step is so I'm kind of in this rut but I also think this is a necessary part of me moving forward with whatever I'm doing I need to be uncomfortable so that I can work out what it is about this that really makes me happy that I really want to continue to do um, and also just use this time to build my network like within the past week I've caught up with so many people I've met so many new people. Um, just trying to, I guess, yeah, build my network, um, make new relationships and meet people who might be in the areas that I want to be in as well and try and build off that and learn from them plans going forward. Um, like I said, just trying to build some strategy around what I'm doing. I see the one up project as a brand in itself, um, and trying to build off that, by creating more resources, tools, but making it relatable. My intention has and always will be to learn alongside the audience. I don't want to be the teacher, but I do want to bring exposure to new resources, new platforms that might be of interest to you. And I also wanna be able to communicate the information we get in, in an easy to understand way. So I'm kind of just collating and regurgitating important information Um, not giving advice, if that makes sense. The purpose of the One Up Project is to teach people all the things we were never taught but should have been in a way that makes it seem relatable and easy to understand. It's it's really as simple as that. And I just want to make sure that I'm doing things the right way and in a way that also aligns with my values and intentions. So that's just a whole long way of saying I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but I'm excited and I think I needed to just put myself in the deep end to actually do something. And even though leaving PwC for me was a massive risk, uh, it's a necessary risk because I just needed to make progress, whether it was through success or failure, it needed to be progress. I needed to learn. I want to learn more about business, about creating something for yourself, um, and I want to do it in a practical way. I don't want to watch someone else do it, you know? I also think it's so easy to stay with the status quo when so many of us don't want to, but that's just the way it, it's always been, and so I hope that I could be some sort of example or guinea pig to see how this works out, and, you know, you might gain some sort of inspirational motivation from that as well to do similar thing or just take risks in your own career. So I'll obviously update you guys as we go along as to what, how things develop, um, but there are a few questions that I was asked that I'll answer now in regards to um, me leaving my job. The first one is, what did your parents, friends, workmates, and everyone around you think about your decision? Well, my parents were a little bit hesitant at first. They were kind of the first thing they asked was, "How are you going to make money?" Which is a fair enough question. And to be honest, sitting here nine weeks after resigning, I still couldn't can't tell you the answer to that. Um, and I guess like money isn't the motivator here, but it is something that I need to work out to live. So that was sort of their main concern. Friends, oh, they're just supportive of me all the time. They honestly would want me to do anything that would make me happy. So that they're fully supportive. Workmates were also so supportive. Like I think it was a real shame because I became a lot closer to the girls at work once I decided I was leaving, which is just classic. Um, But yeah, they were so supportive of of what I wanted to do and you know, thought it was really cool and wanted to know about it and ask questions. And yeah, they were amazing, like so supportive of it. So the the girls I was closer to are very supportive. I think some of the people above me who I spoke to were a little bit unsure of what I was doing. (laughs) But I mean, I, I completely understand that because when you tell someone you're quitting your job to do a podcast, it does sound a bit weird you know like what are you actually doing with your life um so I get that but yeah it most people have been very supportive which is I'm super lucky but I also I make sure that I surround myself with good people I'm I don't give anyone the time of day if they're going to be negative really constructive is different but negative uh, I've got no time for people like that as a lot of you would already know uh the next question is how did you gather the courage Yeah, this is an interesting question. I think the courage came from thinking about my future and I thought, you know, am I going to be sitting in this position, walking into work, feeling anxious every day for the next five years, for the next year even, for the next, you know, few months? And I just thought about how lifeless I would have been at the end of it if I was doing that for three years or, or more, hating it. I also feel like, just the things I've learned from podcast guests have taught me a lot. I mean, all they ever say is, you know, they wish they took more risks when they were younger. You can recover quicker when you're younger, be curious about everything. And I just wanted to have the opportunity to do that so that when I looked back on my life, I knew that I could say success or failure, I gave it a shot. Um, And I think one of my biggest fears in life is having regrets. Like, having regrets about how I lived my life and so that's why I have no tolerance for negative people because I never want to look back and think why did I give them the time of day so I cut those sort of people off straight away and I'm also getting a lot more ruthless with my career and things like that so quitting my job was the first step towards doing that because I just have no time to do a job that I don't like. So I think the combination of me being scared of regret and me being scared of wasting time, two of my biggest fears, I don't know where that comes from but specifically wasting time I've got a big thing about so I was like no I just need to quit because I'm wasting time staying here Um, which is ironic considering everyone probably would have said the opposite I'm wasting time you know quitting and trying to decide what I want to do I should just continue on the journey I was on but I actually see continuing the journey I was on as being I'm not progressing. Um, What's the opposite of progressing? Like degressing? Regressing? I'm not sure. Okay, so whatever the opposite of progress was, I was going backwards instead of forwards. Um, and I also have no shame in going back to other jobs. Like, for example, I'm probably going to do a few shifts at my old job as a receptionist at a gym because that'll be a good way of just earning a bit of cash while I'm trying to build this up. And I have absolutely no issues with going from a corporate job back to a customer service job I just have no problems with that because to me that's not going backwards that's actually just propelling me forwards to do what I actually want to do um and just sort of giving me a base of cash flow until I can work that out so I I guess what also gave me the courage was that I don't have any stigmas towards jobs like I don't think you know because I've left this job I now need to go to another corporate I don't feel like that at all um and I I I think that's a pressure that we put on ourselves that is unnecessary to feel like you have to you know, do a certain job to be taken seriously or whatever, I just see it as a form of hustling almost to do what you want to do you, you sometimes just have to make way by doing that in order to get to the next step so yeah I've got no problems in going back to other jobs and my courage I guess came from a combination of all of those things so hopefully that answered the question um the next question is where do you see yourself in five years and they've put as the next nate o'brien question mark now i had to google who nate o'brien was and turns out he's a youtuber that kind of does um he does youtube videos on similar topics to what i cover on the podcast and i'm now gonna watch him so thank you for the recommendation he looks real cool um but yeah i guess where do i see myself in five years Oh, This question kind of stresses me out, but unnecessarily, like, it's the pressure I'm putting on myself. I see myself working in a job or a career that makes me happy and that is flexible. So I've always wanted to be my own boss. Um, and so whether that looks like me doing contract work or having a flexible job as an employee in some business or working fully for myself... Um, I see me big, being my own boss in some capacity or at least feeling like that and um, having a flexible people-facing type role. I love people and I feel like that was something that I like completely lacked in my previous job, even though you got to see the people you work with, but in terms of like meeting other people and actually working out how businesses work and all those kinds of things, it was just it was such such a lack of that, which I really didn't like. Um, so five years I, I actually couldn't tell you I honestly don't even know what I'll be doing in three months but I think that's going to be a part of the journey and I'm going to document it all on the Instagram so if you don't follow the Instagram at the one up project check it out because I'm going to be doing heaps of different probably videos and stories and little text posts about that um, and just documenting how it's all going so yeah that doesn't answer your question at all but that is sort of yeah, where I'm heading next question, how to focus on passion and not worry about the financial side, oh my gosh, is that not the the question of the year, how to focus on passion and not worry about the financial side, yeah, I think it, it obviously helps when you don't have financial strain, have the financial strain that other people have, such as children um, and dependents, like, I don't have to pay for anyone else's life, um, which, you know, I'm grateful to be able to, only sort of have myself to pay my way with and then I pay my parents a small amount of board um so I think if you're in that position of having dependence and that kind of thing it's obviously a different story and I can't speak for that experience because I can't you know I haven't been through that um but what I can speak to is how I did that for myself personally and I suppose I just a big part of it was not being uh resistant to going back to old customer service or hospitality jobs just to make it through um, just to get a bit of money on your side you know I I think I was I'm more than willing to do that if it means that I can have more time to focus on something I enjoy and build that up so probably dropping your ego is a big part of that um, as well and forgetting about what other people might think of that like some people might look at what I'm doing and say you know what an idiot like she's just given up a great opportunity with a big four accounting firm um, to go and back and work as a receptionist and try and build up her little podcast. But I think that that is just a matter of perspective because how I see it is that I have made a brave choice to leave my job to pursue something that I care a lot more about and try to build on that, monetize it, grow, build my network independently of a bigger firm and I I can see a vision years down the track whereas other people are looking at just what I'm doing in this moment so keeping that in mind is important as well and not letting the opinions of others affect what you care about doing because that's another thing I've learned this year through starting the podcast is I was really hesitant to you know start an Instagram start talking on stories I didn't want people to think that I thought I was a air quotes influencer and people to judge me for doing that but at the end of the day if it's what you enjoy and if it's what makes you happy then do not worry about the opinions of others because that will be 10% of the opinions anyway Um, but obviously it's so much easier to focus on the negative than the positive but do not worry about the opinions of others because while they're spending time worrying about what you're doing, you're actually making progress. So you're miles ahead of them from the get-go. And it's not about comparison, but people who are going to spend their time commenting on what you have to do do not have enough in their life to focus on. And that's just the end of that. So drop your ego around doing other jobs and don't worry about what other people think. And I think just have a plan in place to get through a financial point of view. I don't think that plan has to be concrete, but you kinda want to have an idea of a easy job you could jump back into to make money to just get through for the time being while you're building something else up. And you have to remember that what you're doing is going against the status quo, it's going against the grain. So people are going to think, What the fuck are you doing? You're an idiot. People are just going to think that whether they tell you or not, they're going to. And I think you just need to make sure that you believe in yourself and what you're doing enough to push through that and not worry about that. And saying that this week, I haven't been more unsure of my life than any other time. I've doubted what I'm doing so much. I've felt more um, pent up, stressed, like tight chest feeling than I've felt this entire year. And I think that's fear uh, but in saying that well, we've got to think back to Kenyan's quote the best things in life lie on the other side of fear um, and I guess I just kept that in mind too that I knew to push through the normal status quo the normal thing that people do I was going to have to make a decision that was different to what other people want to do and I, I don't want to be standing here being like everyone should just quit their job especially in the middle of a pandemic you know it's not a very secure time to be doing that, it's very, like, you know, now I think about it, I'm like, what what am I even doing, but also, when it feels right to you, you know, like, trusting your gut is so important, I mean, I knew from when I started at PwC that I wasn't enjoying it, I knew from the first week I was there that I wasn't enjoying it, but I chose to push that down, and i shouldn't have done that i should have just known from the start that it wasn't something i enjoyed and either requested to be in a different part of the firm or tried to do something different altogether Um, and that's hindsight and that's learning and i have no regrets about doing that either and the last question that i wanted to talk about was someone saying that they were curious to know my thoughts on people saying that you need at least one or two years experience in a job before leaving and how i dealt with that um, which I think is super interesting and very relevant because I've heard this from many people. My parents, old teachers, I've heard it from many people saying, you know, you have to stay in a job for at least one to two years before you leave so it doesn't look weird on your CV, you know, other employers are going to ask questions. I would like to call bullshit on that because what you're going to say when they ask you why you left after nine months is, I realise it didn't align with my values and my strengths would be better utilised somewhere else. What employer is going to say, oh, what an idiot? If, the, if anything, they're going to say, what a proactive, brave choice to make. What This person has a great attitude. They knew they were wasting their own time and the company's time. So they took initiative and they did something that went against the status quo. Yeah, I just think whoever says that, they're saying that to you because they wouldn't do it themselves. And that is totally fine. Each to their own. But that doesn't mean you have to listen to them. I think you should always take on the opinions of others. But that does not mean you have to agree. Or you have to you know, listen to them. I think it's good to get a variety of opinions on what you're doing. And I definitely did that. And there were people's opinions who I just flat out didn't agree with. And that's fine. There are people close to me. But I still went along and did what I wanted to do. Because at the end of the day the most important person is yourself. And if you're not happy with your own choices then you're never going to be happy you have to be fully satisfied with your own choices and the person who's asked to said that they got it a lot after leaving their first firm within the, within six months and it was quite toxic and yeah that is just so hard and I, I, I think there is that sort of culture and the corporate world big four firm that you know especially accounting firms because that's sort of all I can speak for You want to do your chart of accountancy, which takes three years and then you stay there and you're loyal to the firm and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, if you don't enjoy it, there's no reason you shouldn't leave. You even heard me before say, you know, I just have to stick it out for one year. Even if I hate it, stick it out for one year. It's like, why though? Why though? It just makes no sense. Why would you stay doing something you hate just to, to reach a one year milestone? Like, what is that proving That you can stick it out. I already did that in uni for three years. I don't need to prove it again in my first job. Life is not a dress rehearsal, people. (laughs) I This, again, it just stems from my deathly fear of wasting time. But I will not be looking back on my life and wishing I did things differently. I'm going to take every risk and every opportunity to do something I enjoy. Because life is genuinely too short to do anything else and your job doesn't need to be the be all and end all of your life it doesn't need to be your purpose and your passion but you don't have to hate it you know you don't have to go in every day unhappy and it can be so crippling to walk into a job every day that you just don't like walking into the office sitting down for another day knowing you've got eight hours ahead of you if you work in a corporate firm you've probably got 10 hours ahead of you then you've got to work on weekends I just think everyone who worked there needs to get a $10,000 pay increase because the for the amount of work you put in, you were just not remunerated right. And again, I'm, I'm really not trying to shit on the job because to the right person, it would have been a good opportunity. And this, I feel like what I'm talking about applies generally over all of these sort of grad roles because I know there'll be people from work listening and I really don't want you to think that I'm shitting on the job because I'm really not trying to do that I'm just trying to explain my experience and why it wasn't right for me and there are obviously so many positives you know as well um but I'm not going to go into that because it's just useless information at this point but there are obviously so many positives as well that I'm not going over and I guess like the other main reason for leaving which I didn't even cover was just the time issue you know like I, I just didn't have the time to put into the one-up project I was working on it Late nights and weekends, which is totally fine, but um, that's all the time I had to put into it and I really feel like I needed more time. And to work it at one of those firms, you really need to be all in it or not at all. Um, it's quite hard to have anything going on on the side. So I'm sure after listening to all of that, you think that I'm just the most confident person going into this and, you know, I've just got it all worked out. But that's absolutely not true at all. I feel blind. I feel like I'm walking through mud. I really have no clue what I'm doing. I have absolutely not a clue. And I really don't have a structured plan or yeah anything. So this is not a recommendation to quit your job because I have no idea what I'm doing. And we're about to find out whether that is the worst choice of my life or the defining moment of my life. Number one thing is that I back myself and I believe in my ability to work hard and to create a life that I enjoy. So self-belief is so underrated. You need to, if you don't have any self-belief, you need to invest in yourself um, to try and gain that because it's so important to your professional and personal development long term, I think. And if you can convince yourself that you can do anything, you can conv- you can convince anyone else in the world that you can do anything as well. So I'm going to end it there because that's all I've really got to say on the subject. And we will, I'll probably do some updates or something as we go along, maybe like a monthly little update or bi-monthly. I don't know. You can let me know what you think about it on Instagram. Feel free to message me uh, with any questions or thoughts about what you want me to talk about and I just really appreciate everyone who's supported the podcast and just me individually as well I've had some of the loveliest messages I've ever received Um, and yeah can't believe the support that I've been shown it means heaps to me and again like just pushes me to be confident to take these sort of risks and make these decisions because I know that there are people behind me um, rooting for me and it It does not go unnoticed. Like I appreciate every single comment and reply and message that I get. So it means heaps. Please subscribe to the podcast. It would help me out a lot and you'll get a little notif notification every time I upload a new app and feel free to leave a review and a rating if you're feeling quite generous. That also helps a lot like the reviews and ratings. And honestly, I'm just looking forward to documenting this whole thing. I really feel like it's going to be fun whether or not it fails or it succeeds I think it's going to be a bit of a wild ride and will be quite an interesting thing to work out during COVID times as well because we're definitely not out of the woods with that yet so yeah keep in touch and I will chat to you guys soon see ya